there, my name is Alicia, and I'm originally from Poland, so hence my accent. I am a nurse practitioner specialized in mental health and also a social worker. I wanted to start this podcast so that listeners like you can get an inside look into the life of a mental health practitioner. Our goal with this podcast is to discover our naked truth, and we're always discovering that, and help you discover yours. And I'm Sophie. I studied psychology in college, and I'm super passionate about mental health. I produce the podcast, and I provide Alicia with lots and lots of questions. Do you have, like, other things that you're, like, dying to share with all of us? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, what? Well, that's what I mean. Any like, which, which book was, or... uh, was uh, the most interesting for you to, to write? Or which, which one, like, you connect with the most? Because you have 16, so. <laughs> it's probably Ohio's Historic Haunts is my favorite. Um, because it was one that I, Kent State University came to me and they said, you know, you seem to know a lot about ghosts in Ohio. And we're trying to expand and not just be sort of like a textbook thing. We're... And we'd like to do one on ghosts, but, you know, we're a university, so we've got to be kind of, you know, not really just trying so to scare you. Do they yeah. use this for uh, teaching a course or? Um, I've like heard that? that it has been for one of them. Oh, that's but, awesome. But it's, no, they just decided they wanted to do a book for the masses. And they were like, do you have any thoughts as to a unique perspective on it? And that I've always believed that ghost stories, even if you can't validate the haunting, that the ghost story will still work to keep actual history alive. That and that was the premise of that. And so for that book, I think there's 21 locations in there. Mm -hmm. And each location got its own chapter. And it was divided into thirds, each chapter. The first third was just straight history. So when it was built, who built it, what it was used for. Mm -hmm. The second third was one-on-one -on -one interviews with people, owners, employees, who believed that they had had a ghostly experience. Mm -hmm. The reason I did it that way is I didn't want to go out on the internet and say like, oh, ghost group B was walking by the building one night and they saw a headless ghost. So that's I wanted to talk with people who have spent time in the building so they knew what normal things were. And and also, I wanted to be able to tell anybody who read the book, if they were like, did that really happen to that person? I can say, I don't know. But I looked them dead in the eye across the table and I never called BS. They believed that that happened to them, which I think is the power of the ghost story. Mm. And then the last third was I got locked inside the buildings overnight with all the ghost equipment to try to... Ooh. Encounter. And what, what happened? Um, depends which one. Um, I, I think the one in there that is probably the nearest and dearest one um, to, my, to my heart, basically, for that was... I'm going to have to look to make sure I get the name of it correct. Sullivan Johnson House. Okay. I always want to flip those. Um, mm. So two owners, Sullivan Johnson. Um, it's a museum. And 
there were a couple of reports of it being haunted, didn't really know who it was or why it was. And um, when I showed up there to do like the interviews and to load up all the equipment for like the overnight, the, the woman who was on duty there for the museum, she basically said, um, so the, the gentleman who's going to be staying here with you, kind of, I don't want to call him security, but the person who was basically going to be watching while we mm-hmm. were doing this stuff. Um, I just want to let you know that he, he doesn't believe in any of this. <laughs> so he's a nice guy, but I just want to know that he, he might be a bit cold to you because he doesn't believe in any of you. I was like, yeah, that, that's cool. Um, and so he showed up and he was, you know, he was, he, he wasn't not friendly, but he, you know, you could tell that he was Distant. just like, you know, yeah. he was like, yeah, okay, you guys do whatever. But as we were setting things up, um, I could see that he was kind of like looking like, oh, oh, that's it. You know, they're not just going to come in with like a Ouija board or something like that. Right. They're, they're, they're trying to put science to this. And so he started being like, well, what are you going to do with this? And he started to get interested. And then it was an old family house, but it had become a museum. Mm-hmm. So I made the comment that I was like, I don't, I can't really see what these different rooms were used for. Um, so it's hard for me to see a house instead of the museum. Mm. And then he said, well, there's a woman who lives down the street and she used to hang out with the, the woman who died in this house. Mm. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, if you want, I can call her and see if she would come down. So I was like, yeah, abs- absolutely. Cool. So she came down and she was walking us through and she was saying, this is, you know, and we get up to the upstairs and she's like, it's just a big room. And then it's got an, an open archway going into like a smaller room. And she goes, this is the the uh, the sitting room for the master, which was over here. And then she says, and that's where I found my friend. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's like pretty like heavy. And yeah. then I just happened to, I was like, you know, I have done so many investigations over the years, but it's very rare that I have someone who could identify with the ghost. Because mm. usually it's like, oh, it's a Civil War soldier or something like right. that. And so I said, you know, would you be interested in taking part in the investigation? And so she said, sure. And so got everything all set up and we are sitting on a... It's like a fainting sofa, right? But we are sitting in against the wall on a couch type thing, looking through the open archway into what would have been the master where mm-hmm. where she had been found deceased mm-hmm. in the dark. And we're sitting there and I said, would you like to ask some questions? And she was a very, very, very soft-spoken <laughs> older woman. And, and she was like, I don't, I don't know what to say. And so I said, I normally just talk to them like they are. I said, you know, I normally introduce myself and, you know, say why I'm here and that I'm looking for them, that I'm really into history. And if you're here, you're part of the building's history. And so she begins to um, talk. And... She, <laughs> she's, yeah. um, she starts to talk to her, her oh, friend. Yeah. yeah. And 
she says, I don't, I don't know if you're there, but I miss you. And she said, I remember all the fun times we used to have. And she said, and you know how we would come down and play cards and I would come down with my husband and I unfortunately don't remember his name. We'll just say it was John. And she said, but John's gone now too and mm. I'm alone. And I just want you to know that I really miss you. And at that point, I don't ever show the video because a, a grown man crying in the dark in night vision is a horrible sight. But I, I am just, oh. the tears are just streaming down my face. And then she said, and I have to tell you something. She said, I stole your Hawaii pen from you. <laughs> and she said, you told me when you went to Hawaii that you were going to bring me back something. And you didn't, and it made me mad. So I took your Hawaii pen, and she <laughs> no. said, I still have it, and I still think of you, and I really just want you to know that I love you, and I want to know that you're still there. And then mm. something started walking in the other room. It made a U-shaped as if it was going around a bed or something, mm. and it stopped in the archway, but there was nobody there. And she went... Did you hear that? And of course I'm like, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm afraid to speak because I think it's going to go. But I was like, <clears throat> what? And she goes, something's walking in that room. Mm. And I said, I did hear that. And she goes, it sounded like they're standing in that doorway. And I said, yep, yeah, I don't see anything. Mm. And so we sat there for a few seconds and nothing happened. And then she's like, what do we do now? And I'm like, you know, if you're done, you could just, you know, say goodbye. And so she mm. said, look, I miss you. I'm tired. I'm going to go back home. But if that was you, it was good to know that you're still there and just know that I love you and stuff. Mm. And the footsteps went back. Wow. Mm. Interesting. Now, what it all comes down to, is that a goat? I have no, I can't tell you that was, but all I can only tell you that, Oh, be damned if that didn't seem like that, that it was responding. But I just remember, and it's in the book that way too, because yeah. I am just like overwhelmed with the idea that she is talking about, which it's, it's bring, it brought in that human element and human emotions that are so often neglected in this field. It's all like, mm -hmm. you know, the TV shows where we're all going to go and I'm going to fight this yeah, girl. So yeah. I'm like, what are you <laughs> fighting for? And I'm like, yeah. my God, she like... This woman who probably had no idea that she was going to get a call from a guy who was like, you want to come up here? Some ghost guy yeah. who's doing something and then walk away with that. She got to say goodbye to a, her yeah. friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's so beautiful. And I feel like when you think about when you die, it's like you get stripped of all the ego and all of that. And yeah. it's like you're left with what we really are. And we love and we're, we care about people. And yep. so mm -hmm. it's really... A beautiful story. Thanks yeah, for it, sharing. No, no it, yeah. it, it, it's it's one that it's it's always stuck with me because it's yeah. it's so different from what people expect from a ghost story. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's not it's not creepers and it's not something that's going to <laughs> get you. But I was like, mm -hmm. there's something else out there, and to yeah. think that 
it is possible to come back one last time for something, I'm like, wow, that's really heavy. And it's like, but that's, those are the things that matter. Give me hope. Yeah. Yeah. The idea that, wow, you could actually do that. You could make that connection. Wow. And it sounds like you're doing a lot more than hunting ghosts. It sounds like you're also a counselor and and you care deeply about the people that you come in contact with. Mm-hmm. All of that for free. Let me just go <laughs> in there. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that it's it's always interesting, too, because a lot of times we I will get people will come up to me like after presentations and they will um, make me look at their photos and do things mm-hmm. like that. And there are instances where people will come up to me and I'm going to keep this really vague Mm -hmm. but they will come up to me and a lot of times it'll be related to i think they think that it is it's a very common story that they will tell Mm -hmm. which is that they could not be there when their loved one passed Mm. sure a lot of times they are fighting you know it's but they're they are showing a picture that they say this is my loved one's spirit saying it's okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I look at those pictures and I'm like, wow, that I don't, I can't explain that. There are other times where I'm like, it's clearly a reflection or it's something, but I have gotten to the point where, you know, if it's something I can't explain, I'm like, that is, that is crazy. But if I, I hope I'm not giving anything away to anybody, but if somebody mm-hmm. shows me something and I can look at it, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's just a reflection of something. I take a moment and I'm like, if I am not do if they are not doing any harm mm. with that picture, I have no right to not let them heal. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. so by me, I won't say, whoa, that's yeah. a ghost. I will just say something along the lines of this picture is very important to you. You need to cherish it. Right. This yeah. is something that I don't see very often because I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't tell them it's a ghost. I won't tell them it's not. But it's like I have no right to tell them, nah, man, that's nothing. Because mm-hmm. we are all looking for that personal sure. connection. Yeah. And it all comes down to it. And I think ghosts have been stripped of it in many ways. And I'm like, how, how much would that stink if you... After you go, that you are nothing more than a, a scary story to tell at Halloween. Well, and I'm, yeah. I'm so happy to hear you're not invalidating people because, you know, I think that's why people don't don't share. Because right. so many people tell them, you know, no, Correct. this is a bunch of bullshit. No, this was Correct. not a sign or this was not a ghost or this was not. So then eventually we're all just kind of like not sharing some of these mm-hmm. beautiful stories. Correct. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that it needs to be because there's – you're exactly right. There are – this field has gotten to its, its followed society in general in that it's – they're extremes. Right. It's you've got – on one side, you've got people that none of this is real. And then you've got other people that are like all of it's real. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed if I play to the center, which is what where most people are, sure. which you're like – what. What is this? Some of it's real and some of it's not. And I I think that in order for me to continue to be taken seriously in this field, I have to be willing to say there's some stuff that's not real. And there's some stuff, unfortunately, that people are making up. 
But all this stuff over here, I don't know what to do with that right. stuff because mm-hmm. this stuff is unexplained. And yeah. those are the things that I'm just like, those are, I just feel so honored when I'm, when I come across things and I'm like, I don't know what that is that I tend to get overwhelmed with, but I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. I mean, when we, we did an investigation years ago where there was, it was at a, uh, a theater and we were up on the second floor up in the catwalk and I was just leaning against the wall like this and I had this little meter that detects um, electromagnetic fields, which is a real field of energy that's got anything that's got an electric or a magnetic charge. So ones on the ghost shows, they walk around and they'll go like 3.7, 3.8, 15.2 and they mm-hmm. play scary music and go to commercial and you're like, well, those are just <laughs> numbers. Their phones in their pocket or yeah. something. <laughs> um, there is no number on that that means ghost, but... We use them because the idea is that, okay, if we are just forms of energy, well, we should be able to detect that energy. But we will use everything from temperature to, um, we used Geiger counters for a while. We used um, static electricity, anything that could have energy to try to detect changes. But my meter just started beeping and we were like, well, that's kind of weird because it I was leaning against the wall for like a half hour, 45 minutes and nothing. Yeah. And then took the meter and I put it on the wall. And yeah, sure enough, there was a, a big field of energy mm. Went up like that. It was about that wide. And it was prob- it was weird because you could take the meter. I don't know off the top of my head. I don't remember. But it was reading like a 12. Mm. And then you would hit and then it would go. You'd go outside this defined line. It would go to zero electricity and energy doesn't go that way. It bleeds. So mm-hmm. if you had a field of energy, you know, it would go 11, 10.5, 10, you know, it would go down until it didn't bleed. This sort of, about that Fine line. lines. Yeah. yeah. Where if you were in it, it was high. Once you hit that line, it dropped down to zero. Wow. And then it went like this. It expanded. Until okay. it was taking up the whole wall. wall. What? Interesting. That's and crazy. then after a while, it just shrunk back. Shrunk back, huh? Yeah. On the second floor, hmm. there were no wires. It was a brick. Mm-hmm. Went outside. There were no wires hanging down there. Mm-hmm. It, to the point where it went down like that, and then it went away. Does anyone in your group see any of this phenomenon? Because it sounds like you. That's can... not ghostly. It's a ba- I that's know. A, that's a light bulb. <laughs> that's ready to go down. No, I think the ghost is trying to flicker the lights right sure. now. But so, do, does anybody in your group maybe a little psychic? It sounds like you're very logical, very left brain. You want to kind of prove different things mm-hmm. with a research-like attitude. And then I'm wondering if you have more right-brained yep. individuals. We do, and we um, going back to how you wanted this table to come mm-hmm. up. We we run the gamut, mm-hmm. and but the ones who pick up on things are instructed. You don't verbalize any of that Mm -hmm. around the client. But we have, we will say to each other, you're feeling anything, you're seeing anything to help try to guide us within the location. Did anybody see that that long field of energy or whatever it was? No, we could, we had, there were, there were three of us Mm -hmm. who were able to track it. And, and when I said that it went like that and then went down, you're talking about 10 or 15 minutes. So it was a long period of time, but no one actually saw any okay that, or felt that anything energy. but mm-hmm. we have had people and i've seen things too you did the problem and you with, don't share with us 
I've been doing it since the eighties, so there's probably a lot that I'm not sharing. But, oh. but um, normally, when I see things, I think they're people. Um, you know, like an example, I might be sitting down at the command center. We say that because it sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's just where all the monitors and everything are. Right, and we will when we do an investigation, we're like, okay, it's. 9.15, okay, you're going to go into the the basement and you're going to go up to the second floor. I'm going to stay at the first floor and we're going to stay there for 45 minutes. You can go wherever you want down in the basement. You can go wherever you want on your floor, but you can't move around because we want to do it. We want to have enough separation so that if you hear something coming from this side of the basement, you know there's nobody else down in the basement with you. Right. So we are tracking where everybody is. Right. There will be instances where I'm looking down and I'll kind of like look over and there's somebody standing there. Mm. It's got its head. It's not floating. It's dressed normally. And then I'll look back going, wait, who do I have to yell at? Who's supposed to be? And then I'll be like, Mm. wait, there's nobody in there. And I'll look back and that Um, person's gone. So I see things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. We have um, people who have varying degrees of what they're able to pick up on. Um, so we do have people that can actually see things. We don't have anyone that claims that they can actually pick up on past events in there. The reason we don't do that is that's, that's really hard to kind of, we're always looking to do almost like a triangle is triangulating. Um, like if we're using microphones or audio, we'll try to have in three different places, audio recorders so that we can bounce off of those and be like, okay, based on that, if we triangulate it, the noise is coming from here. Mm. Um, It's very hard to to, do somebody if they're picking up on something and they're like, I don't know, it just feels weird over there. We will bring in all of our environmental devices to see if we can detect anything. Mm. Um, So we don't, have anyone that that are like i'm going to make contact with somebody who you know we have people that see and sense things that are currently there you don't talk to the ghosts you don't try to interact with them in any, i we, mean you talk to them but you don't really converse i guess you don't really it's uh, i mean i do but i don't I don't do like on the ghost shows where they're like if you're here you need to do something because i'm like that's just rude because yeah, again right. You're going into their home. Yeah. Yeah. Treat them um, like a yeah. human. They, yeah. yeah, right. We'd like to believe they were... A human. At one point. Yeah. Right. Um, and also because it's... I would hate to go into a private residence and do something that made the situation worse. Again, sure. that's never happened, but I would hate to do that and then be like, we're not for profit. See ya. We got to go. You know, and then <laughs> leave them. Um, but... There are different theories Mm -hmm. related to whether or not you should talk to the ghost or not. And Mm -hmm. so we will do it both ways because, again, if you put yourself into ghost shoes, if you were – if a ghost were to come walking in here Mm -hmm. right now and we were all doing this – well, it's dead air, sorry. Um, Mm -hmm. But if it was all really quiet Mm – the ghost would be like, these guys are boring and leave, right? <laughs> That's p- 
possible. That's mm. mostly what the guys do with me. They just leave. So <laughs> ghosts would do the same thing. So we will do other things where we're like, okay, well, let's just talk. Mm-hmm. And let's see if we, you know, we'll leave pauses to see if the ghost wants to join in. We do, we have started doing a, a series of experiments that we've gotten results with where we will find out, okay, the ghost who was supposed to haunt this building died in the 1980s. So you know what? Let's go in there and as part of the experiment, we'll play 80s music. Mm, that's nice. You know, um, we you know, let's do something that perhaps the ghost would identify with and be more open to interacting. Contact. We have um, dressed people up in period costumes. Nice. Um, we did a thing at Fort Defiance in Defiance, Ohio. It was, it was a library that sits on part of the old fort property. And the, the fort uh, remains are still there. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a guy dress up in a costume. That was that that you know that was from that time period. Uh, yeah, flappers. We've had girls dress mm-hmm. up as that. We've played cards in places where they're supposedly you know during prohibition they'd go in the back rooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we try to do things to make the ghost feel more at home or or more make ourselves more inviting to communicate with it. We don't. It's always funny because people will say, well, do you use Ouija boards? Because, you know, that could make, you know, you're not supposed to use the Ouija boards because the ghost, you know, the ghost can come through it. I did use Ouija boards when mm-hmm. I was younger. Yeah. And what I think is interesting is the same people who are saying, don't ask the the Ouija board, you know, is there anybody here and, and move it around because you never know what's going to come That's through. That's what I thought we would be doing table and the Ouija board. No, this is called table tipping. Oh, totally man. different. But those are the same people that actually say, but it's okay to say, is there anyone here? Can you knock on something? Well, you're doing yeah, kind of the, the same, same thing. thing. You're just not using Ouija board, which is... What's your experience with the Ouija board? I've, I've never had... We have done controlled experiments where we tried to... Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And I've heard stories forever about... Ouija boards flying through the air and all these things. And I've got a collection of Ouija boards that people are like, get it out of the house and never had anything. I think the ghosts are scared of you. I mean, come on. You're very left-brained. You're like research-oriented. The ghosts are like, ooh, like he's he's like not going to believe in me. I'm leaving. But the flip side to that is, which I, I, I tell people, is that if... I have a very large family. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. and I have a very odd fan base as well. If somebody from any of those were to pass away, I think they would be like, "Oh, if I got to get a message through, I'll go up to Weird Willis's house because he, <laughs> nobody, nope. We, I've never had an instance where I'm like, oh, it's, that's so and so coming through. Well, you would think they'd be like, he's always messing with that equipment. Well, I'm thinking it's more fun on the other side. So I like if I would be like, you know, a ghost, I'm like, shit, I'm going towards the light. I'm not coming back to this dump over here. <laughs> I, I am, I am with you because that is one of the reasons where people often say to me, they're like, do you ever try to like. Talk to your parents no, or do anything like that. Disturb and I'm like, them now, right? Because yeah. I would hate to be the one. Because I'd like to think that the reason I haven't experienced my parents' ghosts 
is because they're where they need to be. They are busy mm. over there doing And I would hate to things. be the one who all yeah. of a sudden they're like, you know, up in heaven or wherever. Yeah. They're like, hey, Mr. Willis, your son's calling for you. You got to go down there, right. you know, and drag them away no. for something just to it's come like down here for It's like being in Hawaii me. and right. then people are calling you like, come back. You know, I mean, how I'm not yeah. coming back. Yep. I, I, I agree. Yeah. That's interesting because whenever I have like a lot of like stuff going on in my life, I always have dreams of my grandma and she helps me like, like we literally have conversations and we talk yep. through situations and stuff. And sometimes I just feel her like often like there's a very specific song that we would always sing. That song will just come on the radio or someone yep. will bring it up. And I just feel like she... She's I think she's, she might be coming she's back mastered the Absolutely. other side, though. She's coming she's through. She's good, but yeah. she was very connected. Like, my my family background is uh, from the Bahamas, so Caribbean influence. So we're just very, like, all my, like, my mom, whenever someone's about to die, she just knows. Mm -hmm. And she can tell you who's going to die. And then my sister sees ghosts all the time, like, just walking outside. And I've had, I feel like I've really just shut it off because it was really scary for True. me. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like after I saw the silhouette I told you about and all the things as a kid, I was like, I don't want to see anything. Mm -hmm. I'm scared. But um, yeah, so it's very like, it's not weird to talk about. So I feel like maybe she had a little bit of a, like she had practiced maybe because she just used to kind of, I don't know. She might have embraced it. Yeah. And yeah. Got, and gotten better at it. I yeah. mean, it, it makes sense. And the flip side of that is yeah. that, again, if, if we all suddenly became ghosts yeah. and we were trying to get a message through and then all of a sudden you said to me, but wait, that guy over there is looking at us. Mm. They actually can see us. You're, you're going to be a go beacon them. for them. Yeah. You know, you're going to be like, okay, going to go over there. And for somebody who's not used to that, that can become very Intense. overwhelming. Yeah. It was very sixth sense like, you know, in that he, you know, he could see them and they were all coming to try to get their message mm. across. They weren't trying to scare them, scare them mm. or overwhelm them, but it was mm. just like, and, and going back to the, the, the one young boy who mm -hmm. were, were still, you know, we told him, don't lose that. That is, that yeah. is, that is a you gift, to nurture it, yeah. you know, practice it, but, but know that you're still in control. So when you're like, nope, I'm stepping away from this or something like that, you know, they they might be all coming at you because they're just trying to get their message through and they're just yeah. impatient. And unfortunately, you're the only one around here who's got the gift. So they're all flocking to you. So I remember one day I was like, I just recently, I feel like I got more in tune because I was probably meditating and stuff. And then I just start to think about all these things. And then the things I was passionate about, I feel like I start to remember and stuff. Then I was like, you know what? Let me just explore whatever this is. Because I know as a kid, I would always see and hear things, whatever. And then <laughs> I went, I was going to go to bed and then I was just kind of relaxing. And then I started to close my eyes and I heard a voice so clear in my ear. Like usually like if I hear something, it would be more in my head. But it was like someone was whispering in my ear. Like I could feel it like they were there. And then I woke up and I looked at my partner. I was like, I'm hearing someone talking in my ear. Just remember this so I know I wasn't dreaming. Right. And he was like, okay. And then I went back, like closed my eyes and kind of went back to that kind of meditative state. And I heard it again. I was like, I heard it again. Like just to make sure, because sometimes I'm like, oh, I probably just dreamt it. Right. You know, so there's just all these things. But what did it say? I can't even remember, but I know it was kind of like... um it was kind of along the lines of like, don't take life so serious. Like it was giving me advice. So mm. I was like, Next maybe it's family. Next time ask for lottery numbers. I know. My mom dreams of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Does yeah. she play them then? No. Uh -oh. <laughs> She's in the Bahamas, so we don't have the 
it's a little different. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That's perfect. She's very Weird connected story. and then I'm like, no, no ghosts for me. I've never seen one. I get nervous because like even my friend was over and we were just chatting and then I was washing dishes and she was chatting with me and I literally went, because I saw something in the corner of my eye, like turned my entire body because I was like, what the heck was that? And then she was like, what? And she didn't see it. And I'm like, what is going on? So it's it's yeah. a lot. Uh, it's a I get lot. it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It can be a lot because then it, sometimes when one thing happens, I feel like a bunch of things start happening and then... Because they're getting drawn to you because you reacted to... I, yeah. I also say that ghosts, the activity, going back to the idea when they're like, wow, this glass just like flew across the room or something. Mm. It's it's something bad. Mm. And I'm like, no, because again, go back. I, I say in many respects, the ghosts who haven't read the handbook from Beetlejuice and don't know <laughs> how to do that become very childlike where you think mm. that if a child is trying to get your attention... They, they say your name, they call your name, then they scream your name. And if you're still not paying attention, they will break they're going to be pulling right. on it and stuff like that. And they're going to mm. keep going until they're knocking well, things off yeah. to get your attention. They yeah. probably can't exactly figure out how to move something. Right. So maybe like when they're trying to move the phone or the bottle, it's just they knock everything off. Right. Or, or Maybe it's like know. us, like if we stare at something and we're like, I'm trying to move it and it's right. not moving yeah. or something. I don't know. Going back to your table, see when we tried to do <laughs> yeah, experiments, we tried to to make the table move. Mm-hmm. We, um, I forget what else we were trying to move because we were all gathered around that table then. Okay. Um, which is very heavy stone and that wasn't moving either. Yeah. And then... It wasn't working, and we did it for like you know. So you had a weak ghost. Like if you got a really mm-hmm. strong ghost, you but could they get were the tra- you were moved. trying to do it yourself. Yes, like we your were trying own. to use the powers of our mind to do it, and we we got all the way down to <laughs> we lit a candle and we we're like, let's see if we can make the candle flame move. But yeah, was, yeah. Wow. But we've also done we've done experiments with like ESP mm-hmm. and just trying to pick up on things because I think all of those are kind of mixed in there because I think I believe personally um, that we are all psychic to a certain extent. Absolutely. Because we've all gone to a party and almost immediately been like, I don't like that guy. Mm. And you're like, why? You don't know them. I get a bad vibe. Mm -hmm. We've all been somewhere and been like, I feel like somebody's staring at me. Somebody's staring at me. You're turning, somebody's staring at you. I think that to a certain degree is psychic. You're picking up on something that's not tangible. Right. And so I think there is a way to further expand that out. Like a muscle. Mm -hmm. It's just we never do. I think that's what society's all about. We're just being told like, no, like... Invalidated. Yeah. Invalidated. Exactly. Exactly. And And then you don't train that muscle. And if you don't train the muscle, it's going to get weaker and weaker. Yeah. So my friend, um, Mark, who is a... um, uh, He's an actual scientist... I think that might be me. You are an actual scientist too. No, I don't know about that. But but uh, Mark's theory mm-hmm. that he had, because he said, um, my whole thing was that how come people can see ghosts? And when they see them, they see them everywhere. Mm. And then there's other people that are like, I can never see it. And he, what I think is brilliant about Mark is that he is very science-driven but yet, and so he likes to hear me just ramble on about things. It was like, it'd be really cool if we, you know, 
we could do this to have something that measured this for the ghosts and stuff. And then mm-hmm. he, he'll be like, oh, I, I have an idea. And I always think, you know, in the beginning, I thought he was going to come back with like a, this giant contraption or something. Like yeah. when I, I told him, I was like, you know how they always say that with, you know, with like a ghost, you feel like a breeze go by or something. I was like, it'd be really good if we had some sort of instrumentation or some sort of thing that could actually measure that. And he was like, oh, I have an idea. Hmm. Um, and he came back with a uh, a marionette hmm. of a wizard <laughs> <laughs> that he hung up. That and he it, kept in the woods for a while and it looked no, like No, 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 no. Okay. So he was trying to do it for free too. Okay. But his idea, and it, it works, but but it's like if there was yeah. a breeze that went by. Then because you would it's, see it move. You, you mm. would see it move, but I'm like... But it's a creepy looking wizard. It's going <laughs> to yeah. scare people. Right. You can't do this. And then, of course, the first time we used it, it the darn moved. thing started moving. <laughs> no, and I'm like, no, oh, no, what are we? No. But it was actually the string it unwound. But, okay. uh, but, but when I was bringing up the idea that how come some people see them everywhere and other people don't? I, is there a way? How do you make yourself more open, open to that? How can you Meditation? do that? Meditation? Mm. Well, Drinking what alcohol? he came back with, you mm-hmm. can you can see if this works because okay. his idea was, he's like maybe it's the idea that the ghosts are always there. Mm. I think it's true, but you don't always see them, and then one day you just look at things a little bit differently, maybe even not on purpose, but then you see them everywhere. Mm. And I thought. Okay, I could maybe buy that. And mm-hmm. what he brought, and when he listens to this, he's going to be silently. No, he'll be laughing out loud. <laughs> oh, we have to get his email to email him a copy. Oh, he, yeah, he he will. He knows what I'm going to say if he's listening. <laughs> he knows what's coming. <laughs> so after one of the meetings, he's like, "I've got something in the car." He goes, "I, I think I have an experiment for you that will, yeah. will prove my theory." Yeah, it was. A poster in a frame, it was one of those 3D images that mm-hmm. people stare at the magic mirror or the magic picture ones where oh. you kind of stare at them and you don't see like anything and then all of a sudden a, oh, something, yeah. like a oh. sailboat or something mm-hmm. pops out. People either don't see them like me. Or people who can you guys see them? Do you know the no. ones I'm talking about? Are these like so. the illusions the, where yeah, you stare at it, it like, until things start moving? An image will pop or out. Or like books that, that have like these yes. little pictures hidden inside of them. So it's like a picture, but then yeah. you, if you stare at it for long enough, you can see They're it. They're called magic eyes. Show us one. Show I'm us trying one. to think of whether or not I have one. I could Your daughter up. knows. We, we should call her. She organized this place. <laughs> she might know. Yeah, but I don't think they are down in here. Yeah, but they're magic eyes. Ma- magic eyes. We can put populated on the internet probably. Because I've done a lot of the ones where you stare and then suddenly it becomes something, but I don't know if it's exactly what you're talking about. His idea is that because if you talk to anybody who's looked at these magic mm-hmm. eye things, mm-hmm. they're either like, I can't see anything. Yeah. Right. But other people are like, will like look at it and go, that's a sailboat, that's a Statue of Liberty, that's this. They see it instantaneously. So mm. this is what it looks like. So it's like yes. pictures that are sort of like, like if you stare at it long enough, you get to see whatever was hidden in there. Mm. It like okay. pops and out and becomes three dimensional. Some people don't. And right. people who see it, if you ask people who can see them, they're like, once you see it, 
You can't. You see talk. it. They're all over the place. It's instantaneous. Right. So then that translates to seeing ghosts, you're saying? That's what he was saying is that maybe because what happens is you if you ask yourself. anybody who mm. ever see who can see those, they say that just one day I was just looking and I kind of looked at it differently than what I normally do. You're kind of retraining your brain mm-hmm. to look at things differently and those things just pop. And it's wow. it's funny because I'll be like, and he'll work with me on it and he'll be like, Okay, now just stare at this. And he's like, but try to stare past that image. Just mm. He goes, you're retraining your brain. He goes, if they, they start to squint a little bit, it's okay. You're not looking at the surface. Try so to you're look not at, focusing correct. at the picture. You're and, seeing and, through and it. And as almost. I'm doing that, mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, like I start to see something. And then I get excited yeah, and, and, then and I'll blink out. and it goes yeah. away. Yeah. And I'm like, but that's, that's what he said. Yeah, it's you. And mm-hmm. so that's something that I still try to do. I've yet to see them. But I'm like, mm-hmm. is that a way of just... Training your mind to look at is. things differently. I seeing the space between the words, right? That's like when people talk about seeing auras. Mm-hmm. I remember my friends when we were in high school, we had these lectures and we would get so bored. So we would just stare at the teacher until our eyes would just completely defocus. Uh-huh. And then I would be like, what color did you see? Let's both write it down. And then we'd have the same color. And it was really crazy. <laughs> see? Things like that. But, yeah. but I think there's things. So we need to get magic eyes. Pictures and then start tra- start training our brain. To I want to do it. it. it it's cool. a way of Let's just looking it. at things differently. I think there is also something too because and you kind of alluded to that, mm-hmm. even though you didn't know you were, mm-hmm. that when people, it's very common for people to say, "It was I was laying in bed, but I was fully awake. I was just getting ready to go to sleep, but I was fully awake and I saw something mm-hmm. or I heard something." If you think about that, when I was saying like earlier, you know, I've got all these monitors and I got the headphones on and I'm going like this and there could be a ghost right next to me, but I am so focused on what's in front of me that I'm not using my senses. I'm very focused. And if you think about, we go through our entire day. Doing this. I'm disconnected. You know, and connected to the internet, but disconnected with our surroundings. Maybe that's intentional. (laughs) (laughs) see that could very well be it's um but we do experiments with that to try to refocus ourselves we did Mm -hmm. um as part of our when we arrived to do the investigations as i said we will we did a thing where we would do like self-guided meditations again part of it to sort of open ourselves up because put yourself in the ghost shoes and if i I'm going to go on an investigation and let's just say there is a ghost there and it's a, a very, a very timid, shy, elderly, elderly female ghost, we'll say, okay, mm-hmm. from a different time period. And yeah. now on my way up there, I get stuck in traffic. I lose my debit card. I do all these things. I'm bringing all that negative energy into that investigation. Yeah. And that lady is ghost is going to be like, oh, dear, dear me. I don't think. Mm. I want to talk I want, to this guy. I He's don't want to do that. Also, like being around men in right. certain time periods. Exactly. Is just, yeah. Exactly. And so um, along the lines with with putting us in costumes, we will, um, we've done several um libraries in Ohio that were supposedly had ghosts. And one of our members... Of Do the, the ghosts of usually read books? 
We've never had one. I'm just being stupid. We never had one. I mean, that's interesting. I wonder. But we have a member of the Ghosts of Ohio who is a librarian. Mm -hmm. And so we'll go in to do the investigation and just tell the librarians, can we have a couple of librarians? Especially if they say the ghost is supposed to be a former librarian. Mm -hmm. And we will have them go in. That's cool. And just sit down and talk library talk. We've, We've done very... Sad cases where mm. that involve like a murder, mm. um, husband killing his wife, just ones that it's incredibly tragic, but we're like, okay, let's have, if it was someone who was murdered by their husband, it's like, let's have some of the females in the group sit together and talk about, about yeah. I don't want to say abusive relationships, but again, something- yeah. To help the ghost identify, you know, give, open yourself up and put yourself in a position where the ghost would want to talk to you, you know, something that it would identify with. Going back to playing the music or doing something like that. It's Mm -hmm. about looking at the ghost and going, I wonder if they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe we're not getting anything because we're not listening. I haven't heard that before. So that's really, that's a really cool. Yeah. it's a, A lot of people are like, when they hear about the different things that we're trying to do, they're like, well, how come, you know, it's not on your website? And I'm like, it's not on the website because the way this field is right now is mm-hmm. people just want to know about it so they can do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking to help people, other people in this field. Especially, come join the group and we'll work right. together on things. Mm-hmm. But I am looking for, as I said, empirical data right. that's yeah. hopefully reproducible. Yeah. And that can put be put in front of peers to be like, look, this is this, this is this. And I think that side of my brain is now trying to coincide with the side of me that wants to be more touchy-feely mm. and just saying, let's see how we can make those two sides Connect. come together. Yeah. Do That's you ever bring cool. a priest or someone to help the ghost go to the other side? Kind of like the E.T. moment, like, E.T., go home. Like, you know, hope the ghost go home. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, I feel like I always hear, like, go to the light for ghosts and then... Correct. Basil- <laughs> and, and that came from... Um, the idea that some people said that when they had a near-death experience mm-hmm. that they saw this Absolutely. bright light. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Whether or not that's how it goes, I don't yes, know. Yes, it does. But, I know it. Okay. I'm just knowing it. Okay. <laughs> um, I've, I, I'm always leery of that because there was a mm-hmm. saying that I had for many years, that, you know, when they say like the light of the, the, at light the end, at the end of the, end the tunnel. Of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. I've always said it's been my experience that sometimes the light at the end of the tunnel is an oncoming train, but that's just me. But um, but I think that, to answer your question, we have access to priests. Um, we do not go in with to an priest. investigation with sure. that. One, because, again, being the so-called experts coming in, that will freak people out. Mm. But we, if we get to the point where... Someone says, we want it to move on. We want it gone. I am in no way equipped to do that. And I think also it comes back to their faith because Mm -hmm. nothing is going to work if they don't have faith in the procedure, at which point we will say, okay, well, again, are you, are you practicing? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what are your religious beliefs? Are you not practicing? Do you believe in all? And then we have sort of a 
<laughs> I was going to say a Rolodex, but that was going to make <laughs> me feel really old or sound really old or both. Um, we have people that we can refer to Do them. Do you still have a Rolodex? <laughs> you know, I, I think I just have a stack of business cards now, but yeah, there there was a Rolodex. Yeah, there was yeah, a while back, yeah. Flipped there, but I, no, I don't think I have one. Mm, I kind of wish I still had it. You know, I don't, but... It's, it, most of it's on my phone, like I said, it stacks of business cards and stuff. But we will, if people do want to take that next step, we will put them in contact with people who are able you to do that. use your Rolodex. And- and it's funny, and it, it is because it, it's even gone back to like the, the, the therapists, yeah, yeah. the idea, because we've always gotten to the point where we're like, well, what, what if we, there's been several instances where we did find people that we were like, it's it's not a ghost, but there's something oh, else. Oh, I thought that you meant like the therapist was so bad that you're like, yeah, it's a therapist, but it's no, a really bad no, one. No. I'm not going to put that client with that therapist. No, 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 no. No, but we've gotten to the point where we're like, we wish that we had therapists. So see, you could be in the Rolodex perhaps. Yay, got into the club. Because it's... You, you want somebody nice, though. I mean, you can tell I'm, I'm just very mean. <laughs> the, 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 my point being is that we've gone into some places where, and part of the, which is another reason why we do not disclose any of this information, mm-hmm. we will sit with them and find out, okay, are you on any medications? Um, how much alcohol do you drink? Is mm-hmm. it recreational drug use? And we're not doing it to say, like, you're making this stuff up. But I want to, as... I want to make sure I'm not only protecting the confidentiality of the clients, but I also need to protect my... Integrity of your data. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also the, the people that, the volunteers that Absolutely. have been with me, because right. we're, we're going into a house, you know, we we need to make sure that it's an open environment. Because yeah, well. we there have been instances over the years where there was clearly a uh, husband and wife, Ooh. this going on, oh. um, and you're like... In the middle. Mm. But it gets to the point, so like there are times where we still do this. If we are contacted by a, a, a woman mm-hmm. we, and we will say, okay, well, you know, let, let's talk through some things. Who is else in the house with you? And if, if they're married, partner, what is that partner feeling? Mm. Because if there's a thing where they're like, Against doesn't her. believe in any of this, doesn't like... We can't really come out into a situation like that because we need to think in much the same way that we are trying to push off all that negative stuff that we're getting with the traffic and that kind of stuff that Mm -hmm. when we get up there that we are sort of open to it. If we go into an environment where there's already this negative energy going back and forth, that's not, you know, something we will still say. We say this for ghosts. We also say it for people. You know what? I think your first step should be to just back away, go outside, get some fresh air, and then come back at it mm. like differently and mm-hmm. stuff. We will still meet with them outside of the house to kind mm-hmm. of, again, be their counselor and talk to them things. But yeah. um, there have been instances where we have encountered people, not very often, but it's like they need they need a non-paranormal kind of help mm, mm-hmm. that is so far out of, you know. Um, we've had cases where someone was just very lonely and really wanted 
that loved one who had just passed to be there. Yeah. And and you could tell that they were they were not. But still, I feel as though they've reached out to me. I need to put them with someone that correct, and them. and that's something where it's it's always very very touchy. Mm-hmm. It's much the same way we go in and we're like, you know what, you got really bad wiring in the wall. Where, where initially they think I'm going to then whip out. And here's my cousin Johnny. Sure. He'll come yeah. out. He's an electrician. Mm-hmm. Um, but we always try to help to the extent that we can. I mean, there's the flip side of that. It's we've found instances where. People had passed away in the house, we, murders, suicides, and they're not directly related to the people. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're people who bought the house a few. When we find that, because we will do a historical background on you know search on all of the, that. Yeah. If we find information about that, we will say, here it is, and you know what? This is the previous owner who passed away in the house. Here's where they're buried. You know what? Mm -hmm. Go out and say hi. Mm -hmm. Not saying that they're there. And we encourage them to bring flowers or do anything, especially if we find it where it's a case where that person is buried alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And that seems to work wonders. Mm. How much of that is that it is going back to there was a ghost there and that ghost was Mm -hmm. like... Because let's put it this way, ghosts are the same as us. The worst thing is to be forgotten. Right. Mm -hmm. And so was there a ghost there? And that by them going out and acknowledging and leaving flowers, the ghost was happy now or went went to the light or was at peace? I don't know. But it going back to can't harm anything, Mm -hmm. you know? And it again goes back to the the living clients. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You've now put... Closure. Closure on it. You've now put a face and a name to something that earlier on they were just frightened of because they didn't know. So, I like that. It's very cool. It's a lot deeper than Mm -hmm. many people think, but it's... Very much so. The flip side is there's a lot of... I think the... uh, I think my being brought up by... It's kind of raised by my hippie sister... um, (laughs) To be very laid back about everything, but I still find it where I'm like, I got, I got to take a break from this. I mean, people are surprised when, like I said, when they come to this house and they're like, this doesn't look like a haunted house. You know, it's like, <laughs> I love this stuff, but sometimes you just got to step back because dealing with all these people's emotions and they're suddenly looking to you for help, it's like... I, I know I what you mean. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I oh, thought you might. Literally, you know. It's, <laughs> and so it always it's you can get burnt out if you, if you start to because you start to feel for them and rightfully Absolutely. so. But it's when you're like, ah, I gotta just disconnect step back for a minute. From it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's. Well, thank you for doing all this wonderful work yeah, with this folks awesome out there. Thank you. In yeah. The it's like I said when you contacted me, I was like, yes. Yeah, this is cool. It's some, this is it's, very it's cool. different. It's not. It's it's one of the reasons that I get a cert, a lot of a certain kind of interview requests, mm-hmm. and I don't get asked to go to a lot of these like ghost conventions mm-hmm. because this is a side that it's not it's not cool per se. I think it's cool, but it's it's more it's not a it's not wrapped up 
in 30 to 45 minutes. Every You know, it's a lot of return visits to try to look at things. It's not... I don't find it scary. I find it very... You, you almost make a comparison like uh, when people watch uh, police work on TV and mm-hmm. then when the actual police officer is doing their duty. Right. It's different, right? It's, it's I, I think maybe the ghost shows, they just condense a bunch of information, a bunch of interesting things that may have happened over a course of a year. Mm-hmm. But then people expect that all this is going to happen within an hour of you being in their yeah. house. You're you exactly know? right. Yeah. You're exactly right. And that's going back to new members who come into the group. They are probably reviewing evidence six months to a year before they go on an investigation because we want to tell them this is a lot of work and it's a lot of if you ever want a definition of tedious as it refers to the ghost community it is when after an investigation i drop eight hours worth of dvds and you have to you listen to it mm-hmm. and watch it and watch it mm. And you are looking at, because we don't want for the videos to think there's any sort of artifact that's happened because we're turning it. So all of the cameras are locked down. So if somebody says, I think that chair is haunted, there's a ghost that sits in, made that up, that there's somebody (laughs) who sits in that chair. Um, We will put an infrared camera Mm -hmm. on it, lock it down onto a tripod so that it doesn't move, focus it on that and leave it. Mm Mm-hmm. Which means if you get that pack of DVDs, you are watching that, eight hours of, the same chair. of an empty chair. <laughs> wow. Nobody moves. Nobody does anything. <laughs> That's and hardcore it, data right there. You're, it, you're serious about it this. It is. I mean, it gets to the point where, you know, I, I kind of do it in like an hour and a half to two sure. hour spurts because yeah. then you've got to get, because then you, you know. And you like, can't do anything yeah. else while you're doing it Now either. you're watching it. You can get yeah. away with audio sometimes is... because audio, you can go and put it in through software mm-hmm. and you can look and go okay it's flat you know, yeah. some ambient noise oh wait there's something there what yeah. is that okay. and you can you can go and just wow. look in those areas however we recently just found out that there is we went by accident we found voices mm. that were in the infrasound so they were below the normal range of what is. Interesting. Oh my so you couldn't even hear it because the human ear couldn't pick it up. But Correct. We had to run could it through. It. We could see. We were like, well, what's that way down there? Yeah. You could see that there was something in there. So again, and this is where it becomes hard because you, we had to basically manipulate that in order to make it so we could hear it. What was it? We couldn't tell. It just it lottery was, numbers. Probably. <laughs> well, see, that's what's weird is we were like, "What is that?" And it wasn't an, like an ambient or anything like that. Mm. It was a voice, but we couldn't make out. Mm. It didn't sound like English, and we're like, "Where? How is that getting on there?" But yeah. again, it wasn't until we dropped it. You in. need uh, members that speak other languages. I'm just saying. Well, no, no, Google we, Translate him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe there's a Polish ghost. <laughs> you can In translate. America. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the joke to yeah. that is that they have these international ghost shows. Yeah. And I'm like, are we that arrogant and naive as Americans that we think they're going to go to Japan and the ghosts are speaking English? <laughs> right. But they do. These shows, they're like, 
why would they be over there and it's a ghost from like you know the 1940s and it's speaking English? Oh my right. Um, we have had things where we're like again we're not sure what what it is. Well, some ghosts might be bilingual, so yeah. Never but know. you would think, though, in a, the native tongue right. would be, you know, if you're what in Japan, that that would be a native that you'd be talking. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe they just, I, I would think uh, if I was a ghost, I'd be like, you can speak, speak straight to the mind. Just, you know, mm. telepathy. What, what, what's I'm that? Though? Telepathy. <laughs> <laughs> like you can speak without speaking yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I just thought you were using oh. powers or something. She's visualizing the okay. message. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or sending waves. And <laughs> uh, well, that would be cool. That's really cool. Yes. Thank you so much for uh, Thank you. talking to pleasure. us. Yeah. And, and uh, we'll, we'll steer anybody that has a ghost your way. <laughs> Please do. And um, this is very cool. Thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge. Thank and, you. Thanks for reaching out. And yeah. uh, well, happy. Something. Something. <laughs> this will probably be out haunting. in seven weeks, so I have no idea. There we go. Happy haunting. Yeah. Happy haunting. Yeah. Yeah. Exploring and yeah. <laughs> Train your mind and meditate. And there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs>